Hello and welcome to episode 25 of Spooky Gals, the podcast where we explore all sorts of real-life paranormal and creepy occurrences, from ghost sightings and hauntings, to reported alien and cryptid encounters, myths, folklore, legends and more. Every week we cover a different true spooky story. We're your hosts, I'm Katrina. And I am Jasmine. Good evening from Hong Kong yet again, my Good morning from the UK. I'm in a great mood today, Catty. I'm in a great mood. Why? You've not asked me. Oh, I feel that's sarcastic. I was going to say, I'll tell you why. Yes, please. (laughs) No, no, no. I actually did have a good day because, yes, because, you know, as one does when they have the one of the top 100 what's it the 187th most popular podcast in Denmark <laughs> as we found out I was like I was like I'm gonna just google spooky girls podcast and see what comes up and lo and behold there are so many wonderful reviews from so many of you beautiful people yeah. so I'm, I'm now in a lovely mood because that made me feel all warm and fuzzy yeah. inside so such incredible yes. reviews thank you so much we really really yes. really appreciate it Literally, um, I read every single one and I was in tears at work. So thank oh you very, baby. very much. <laughs> happy Yay. tears for a change. Don't worry. Happy tears in the office, which never <laughs> happens to me. For a change. Never happens. So they were just like, leave Jasmine. <laughs> this is her, <laughs> they know. This is her coping like, mechanism. People, people I work with, they know, like, like, because I cry quite frequently at work, actually. <laughs> and everyone pretends I just, it just doesn't happen. Mm. They just look past me. And let me have my hour to an hour and 25 minutes every week. Um, But anyway, that was a very pleasant hour this week. I'm very, very glad. Which actually brings us to um, thanking our newest patron, Dana Kaufman, who I've been speaking to and I absolutely love her. Thank you, Dana. means a lot, babe. Thank you very, very much. How was your week, Catty? What have you been up to and how was your day? It's been fine. I'm very tired. I had four hours sleep because I was finishing writing this gosh damned episode. Um, gosh darn. I'm also in the middle of like a two day exam where I have to transcribe a medieval manuscript and I haven't started because I was too busy doing this. So, okay. Um, Jesus <laughs> Can everyone please subscribe to the Patreon so that Catty and I don't have to go work or do degrees to get jobs? <laughs> please, please, um, if you want to support Catty, she is doing a full-time uni degree as well as doing all this stuff. So please, so sad. <laughs> please buy her an ice latte. <laughs> please. Please do it. Please. Um, but yes, anyway. Yep. So for today's story, <laughs> I don't know. I tried to do do an interesting one that wouldn't necessarily take up too much time because I have I have an episode that I've been waiting to write for about three weeks, but it's so convoluted. But that will come one day. <laughs> but for now, we are covering the legend of the Flying Dutchman. Mm, I'm very keen about this one. So. My sources for this were Wikipedia, marineinsight.com, theculturetrip.com, allthat'sinteresting.com, and atlasobscura.com. Oh, Atlas Obscura, we do love you so much. Love Atlas Obscura. I love them. Forms the basis of most of our episodes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Top dogs. 
but yes i am very excited and yeah i i did say this to katty before we began recording but i will do my best to not talk about captain jack sparrow too much <laughs> um but i make no promises so i'm sure most of you will have heard of the flying dutchman whether that be from richard wagner's opera pirates of the caribbean hey. or even spongebob squarepants the legendary ghost ship and mainstay of maritime lore and superstition has been featured within numerous pieces of popular media over the years, including art, literature, film and TV. But, despite being so famous, it has a much darker and more elaborate history than many people probably realise. For nearly 300 years, Sailors have reported seeing the spectral ship, known as the Flying Dutchman, which is said to be a harbinger of tragedy and death for anyone who witnesses it. There are many variations of the story of the Flying Dutchman, the most notable of which centres around Hendrik van der Decken, an excellent, distinguished, but somewhat arrogant captain who commanded a cargo ship for the Dutch East India Company. In 1641, van der Decken and his crew were returning to Holland from doing trade in the Far East, and, as with all trade ships travelling between Europe and the Far East, they had to risk the dangerous, rocky passage around the Cape of Good Hope, just off South Africa. Known for its ferocious, unpredictable storms and treacherous outcrops of jutting rock just below the water's surface, The Cape of Good Hope is also known as the Cape of Storms, and is the final resting place of innumerable vessels that have run afoul of the beautiful but perilous coast. While rounding the Cape, a fierce storm began, and, although the crew begged Captain van der Decken to turn back, his ego and reputation as a masterful sailor wouldn't allow him to surrender. Determined to face the turbulent waters and howling gale, he vowed that he would successfully sail around the Cape, even if it took him until Judgment Day. The storm was too much for the ship to bear, however, and it was ultimately lost at sea. Everyone aboard the Flying Dutchman perished due to van der Decken's arrogance, but the devil had allegedly heard his final vow and thus damned the souls of him and his entire crew to fulfil it, condemning them to sail for eternity until Judgment Day comes. In another version of the legend, the Dutchman did try to seek safety from the storm in a harbour of the Cape, but was unable to, and again all souls aboard the vessel were lost. In yet another version, the Flying Dutchman was an infamous pirate ship, rather than a cargo ship, the crew of which were guilty of horrific crimes. When the plague broke out on board the ship, and the still healthy crew members attempted to save themselves by returning to land, no port would allow them to dock due to their awful reputation and fear of the contagion spreading. The Dutchman sailed in vain from port to port, and, despite offering all of their ill-gotten riches in exchange for shelter, they were repeatedly turned away, 
and everyone aboard eventually succumbed to the sickness. As punishment for their crimes while they were alive, they were cursed in death to continually sail the oceans, never allowed to make port or return to land until their penance has been done. No matter the variant of the legend, they all have one thing in common. The Flying Dutchman is a phantom ship, her ghostly crew forced to sail on her forever, whether that be through their captain's arrogance, their own wrongdoings, or simply bad luck. As most versions of the story have the ship capsized and destroyed by a storm, the Dutchman is mostly said to appear in very bad weather, particularly around the coast of South Africa where it sank, and some even say that the spectre itself brings raging tempests with it, dooming any nearby ships to the same fate that befell it. The Flying Dutchman is said to suddenly materialise as a ghostly figure emerging from the ocean storm or fog, frequently emitting an eerie, unnatural glow, and then vanishing as quickly as it had appeared. It can be further distinguished from earthly vessels by having all of its sails unfurled despite the storm, when all others would have had their masts broken due to the stress of the weather. The appearance of the spectre is regarded as the worst possible omen in European maritime folklore, and any vessel or crew member who witnesses it would most certainly fear that, one way or another, misfortune would soon follow. It is also said that the Dutchman may attempt to make contact with other vessels, and, as it is doomed to sail the seas forever, the crew would try to pass letters and messages addressed to their long-dead loved ones to the other sailors, in the hope that they would finally reach land. Inevitably, however, the misfortune that followed the Flying Dutchman would strike any other vessel that it corresponded with, resulting in its destruction and the death of its crew. While the legend can be traced all the way back to the 17th century, facilitated by the many superstitious beliefs common among sailors, alleged sightings of the Flying Dutchman have occurred well into the 19th and 20th centuries too, with one of the most notable sightings actually having been recorded by Prince George of Wales, the future King of England, George V. On the 11th of July, 1880, while on a voyage with his elder brother, Prince Albert Victor of Wales, and their tutor, the ship on which they were sailing, the HMS Bacant, allegedly encountered the Dutchman in the pre-dawn hours, just off the coast of Australia in the Bassa Strait between Melbourne and Sydney. Obviously disturbed by this experience, George wrote in his log that it was around 4am when the Flying Dutchman crossed the bow of their ship, glowing with a strange red light. Thirteen people in total allegedly witnessed the Dutchman, which was approximately 200 yards away from their own vessel, but, despite the night being clear and the sea calm, the ghostly spectre suddenly vanished. Only six hours later, the crewman who had first spotted the Dutchman fell to his death from the ship's topmast, and, according to George, 
were smashed to atoms, which only gave further credence to the ominous legend in the minds of the rest of the crew. Another notable reported sighting of the Flying Dutchman was during the Second World War, when the crew of a German submarine supposedly saw a ghostly apparition of a ship as they made their way through the Suez Canal. Around the same time, British writer Nicholas Montserrat apparently witnessed something similar in the Pacific while serving as an officer in the Royal Navy. According to some sources, the inspiration for the legend of the Flying Dutchman may have come from the 17th century Dutch captain Bernard Fock, who sailed for the Dutch East India Company and was renowned for the incredible speed of his trips between the Netherlands and the Indonesian island of Java, which took only three months. This led many of his competitors and fellow sailors to speculate that he had traded his soul to the devil in exchange for such speed and success, which may have influenced the characterization of the Dutchman's captain van der Decken and his own apparent encounter with the devil. Now, unfortunately, comes the part of the episode where I mention the boring, scientific explanation which may account for the many sightings of the ghostly spectral ship. A phenomenon known as Fata Morgana. Fata Morgana is a natural optical phenomenon which occurs after moisture in the air and atmospheric conditions combine with light in just the right way that a superior mirage is created. The surface of the ocean in particular is the perfect environment for this to occur, and because light bends around the curvature of the Earth, it creates a mirage showing the image of a ship that is actually beyond the horizon. By the time the sailors who witnessed the mirage reach the spot where they first saw it, it is obviously no longer there, only adding to the mystery and superstition that it was something supernatural. Fata Morgana may not necessarily account for all of the sightings of the Flying Dutchman, however, as the mirage it creates generally appears to be floating which isn't a feature mentioned in the majority of supposed encounters with the ghost ship. Whether or not you believe that nearly 300 years of reported sightings of the Flying Dutchman can be explained by mere optical illusions, the misfortune that allegedly follows, the result of coincidence or self-fulfilling prophecy, one thing is for certain. The legend of the Flying Dutchman will continue to live on as one of the most infamous and terrifying pieces of maritime folklore, striking fear into the hearts of any superstitious seafarer who witnesses it for centuries more to come. Ooh, very ominous. I like that ending. Thank you. Now, okay, I got some thoughts. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, I think it's very compelling that um, that there was that dude who might have influenced Captain Van der Decken, primarily mm-hmm. because I knew it. I knew there was no way you can have a name like Van der Decken and just happen <laughs> to become a sailor. I mean, that is fun. I mean, very on the nose, right? Very on the nose. So, 
I um, there's definitely I think some some weight in that. Can I interject in though? Yes. A lot of people get their family names from their professions though, so it might have just been like a family thing to become a sailor. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Or maybe it was. But I still think I still really <laughs> laughed every time you said it. I was like, because it sounds like someone making fun of Danish people. It sounds like <laughs> yeah, someone saying, "Oh yeah, true. I'm Captain Vander Decken on my ship, Vander mm. Shipping." You know, mm-hmm. like <laughs> it sounds like someone being really rude. Yeah, um, it's true. But it's not. So interesting. But yeah. Um. So I think yeah. I think there's definitely that sounds very very likely. Mm. Um, but I'm not sure how I feel about this super mirage. Yeah. Because I, I need to see a picture of one first. You should look it up now. Look at a picture. I'm going to look it up now. What about you? What do you think is... Um... I will admit that the mirage does look very creepy. Um, oh! Yeah, see, it is very that can't, creepy. That can't be real. But in the case of that, it needs to be like a completely clear day. Yeah. Whereas most of the reports of the Flying Dutchman, it is a storm mm. similar to the one that it was destroyed in. Yeah, and also all of these ships seem to be floating like a good like ten feet off. Yeah, the they do surface they, of the ocean. Yeah. Most of them. Look, that's pretty. That that is scary, though. I would freak out. Oh yeah, you definitely. I'd would be like, Mama, something. Mama, we must fetch the children and vanish to the hovel. Mama, we must flee. <laughs> Mama. Oh God! Yeah, no. Um, I, I don't know. I think that it's highly possible that they just saw a creepy ship and then something bad happened. Bad things mm-hmm. always happened on these voyages. They were long, full of pestilence. People died of everything. You know, whether yeah. it was scurvy or falling off the end of the freaking ship. I, people died all the time. The ocean is also just terrifying in itself. Oh yeah. Mm. Definitely, I agree. I love, I love the ocean and I love swimming in the sea. But no. at the same time, it's oh no, it's so much fun. I love jumping off like boats. Like in Hong Kong, we no, we go out on boats you. in the summer and jump in the middle of the, of the I ocean. I shall stick to my swimming. It's pool. so much fun though. <laughs> yes, but I mean, I I feel like a lot of this is potentially just very sort of creepy coincidence in the sense that yeah i'm i'm sure you would have seen many other scary ships with black sails although i don't think you mentioned black sails i think that's just parts of the caribbean no (laughs) yeah that is just parts of the caribbean and actually the plot of it in parts of the caribbean is similar to the wagner opera where it's like they can set foot on land every seven years Mm. and the whole like yeah, it's it does seem to be kind of a mix of all of them because, mm. like you know, they are all criminals. Like they stole the the jewelry, so and the jewelry was well, it's not jewelry. They stole the gold, and the gold was cursed. So, you're, so no, then you're that's think- why. Oh no, I'm thinking of the other one. You're thinking of the black, black pearl. pearl, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, but but even the black pearl then holds a bit of a similarity to that. Yeah, that's true. They're yeah, kind of like splintering. It's very cool, though. Yeah. Very, very cool. And there is a, there are a lot of maritime superstitions. Yes. Sailors, well, I mean, there's nothing else to do when you're at sea. You're like, oh, let's tell a ghost story, right? You know, like, I, I, I doubt there's any Wi-Fi, you know. <laughs> um, probably mm. not many yeah. charges for your stuff. So I suppose it's yeah. just if there are enough 
coincidences that keep happening whenever one certain thing occurs. But I don't feel like it was, it wasn't like someone was dying from a particular reason every time. It, it, it wasn't like someone, someone fell to their death of a heart attack every time this yeah. ship was seen. It was it like was a, just, a bunch of different sorts of tragedies happened. It ranges from either just something bad happened and maybe one person was injured to everyone died. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's kind of zero to one hundred. Yeah, I can, I can, I can empathize. Is. I can empathize with that a lot. But then, if everyone aboard the vessel that encounters it dies, mm. then how does anybody know about it? Yeah, that's true. Who is alive to tell the tale? Hmm, that's true. Yeah. No one, I guess. No, no one, except maybe Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> but it's a great, it's a great, great, great story. Yeah. And I didn't know any of the backstory at all, so thank you very much. I just sort of assumed that it was Pirates of the Caribbean. (laughs) Everything in Pirates of the Caribbean. I knew that it was, um, I knew that the Flying Dutchman was sort of like a folklore kind of tale, Mm. but I didn't know exactly what the, what the root of it was. Yeah. And what the kind of, you know, impetus for the story was, so now I do. Thank you very much. You are welcome. I love, I love your stories. Because they're always historical as well, which I think is brilliant. So, yes. We are learning at the same time as having fun. It's great. Yeah. So thank you, everyone, for joining us today. We hope you enjoy it. Thank you very much, everybody. And we hope to see you again for next week's episode. Woo! Yeah. If you want to get in touch for any reason just to say hello or to send us a story of your own true paranormal or spooky experience, please email us at spookygirlspodcast at gmail.com and also make sure to like and follow our Spooky Girls Facebook page as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also check us out on Twitter at SpookyGirlsPod and on Instagram at SpookyGirlsPodcast. If you want to support us further, then you can become a patron by going to patreon.com slash spookygirls And from as little as $2 a month, you gain access to bonus episodes and other awesome content that we have planned for the future. Thank you all so much, and we'll see you all next time. Stay spooky. Goodbye. Goodbye. That's a bit late, though. You might have to cut that.